Good evening. It's Sunday, October the 21st, 2018. This is show number 76. And this is the Hackers Podcast. Let's let's do this. <laughs>
And welcome back to the show. This is uh, our 76th installment of the show. 76 shows. Here we are, three years later, 76 shows. Uh, Good evening from uh, Chicago, Illinois. I am your host, Gummo. And uh, this is a little podcast that we do uh, whenever we get around to getting to do it. And I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you're tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, I don't know. Usually I kick these off. Whatever. Uh, So how's things going with you? How's things going in your... um, I don't know. How's things going in your, your world? Is everything going well with you? Here in Chicago, it's a uh, it was a beautiful sunny day, about fifty degrees Fahrenheit, and uh, you know as the w- winter begins its uh, gradual de- ascent, descent, however you wish to uh, view it, the weather gets crappier and crappier. Very short summer here in the uh, windy city. And it's actually uh, good to be back down in the loop this evening, hanging out. Uh, and uh, it's good to be back here at the mic, uh, you know, just looking at things, kind of being... <laughs> I know I said I'd be back last week, but, uh, you know, I've, I've been, uh, you know, doing, you know, enjoying things. What about you? Uh, are you ready for... I don't know. Are you ready for the change of seasons? Do you live in a place that the seasons change? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I used to like uh, just, you know, the same thing all of the time. But uh, as as I got older and I don't know, the seasons begin to appeal to me more and more. But... I think we spoke about that a few shows ago on my intentions, my ultimate intentions. And uh, hopefully in your future, in your um, life, that your good intentions are well received. And if not, if they are not, don't despair. If if someone shoots down an idea or says, nah, 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 and you know that it's right, but... Just champion your idea and uh, stick with it. You never know when uh, your idea will come back into play. Uh, so, uh, you know, not a lot of time this evening. Uh, I wanted to kind of continue on from uh, show 75. I believe uh, we spoke about uh, what an, an intrusion detection system is. And so we're, we are going to continue uh, some of that uh, discussion on some of the talk. I have a lifesaver in my mouth. I don't, and I'm wearing head, you know, like studio headphones, and I don't know if it's rubbing. Against, it's rubbing against my teeth, and I can hear it in my headphones. So, mm. just take that out. It sounded like I was. Sound like it. Sound like cardboard in my inner ear canal. So hopefully that's better. Uh, and. Uh, so 
Yeah, I want to continue on uh, some of the discussion that I had last week with, uh, or not last week, but the last episode rather, on uh, the intrusion detection system and some of the um, some other interesting technologies that I think uh, you know as we are discussing discussing rather IDS systems that uh, some of this uh, these uh, keywords would be useful to you, and if not, if you're if you are a uh, pro certified badass well that's good you you will you will probably learn a few things as well and if not if you know that's cool <laughs> uh and so uh, i i think and i think that's what i'm going to spend most of my time on this evening is uh the technology some technology in the infosec world what uh what people are using, what tools are being using, what what is the mindset of uh, people in the information technology security world and all of that, and what tools are being used, and what are the acronyms, and what are what is some of the catchphrases and slang terms and abbreviations, and what does all of that mean? Well, I'll try to cover as many of those as I can this evening. Uh, you know, as I said, we we only have a limited amount of time, so I'll try to do it as best as I can. And if I don't get, if I don't, if I feel that I don't uh, cover enough, uh, I'll come back for show seventy-seven and continue on. And uh, that's one of the things that I just wanted to uh, share with you, uh, the listener, uh, is that uh, f- starting, you know, as you could tell, you know, uh, from here and out, I think. Uh, I I want to share and discuss new technologies and existing technologies, the actual technologies themselves, uh, and so that's what we'll do. So it will be a little bit. Uh, uh, there'll be more technology than philosophical stuff, but uh, I think if you've been listening to the podcast, you know I'm not going to let it entirely out the door. Uh, so let's catch up on the news, shall we? Uh, <laughs> I was talking about a crash, and he's like, maybe you should have like a jingle or something. And I'm just like, no, that's t- truly not going to happen. Uh, one of the things that you should uh, look into is uh, local FM, uh, low-power FM in your area, and see if you can obtain a license. Low-power FM is a uh, really cool thing that's uh, on its way into the uh, norm. And uh, so check that out, uh, what low power FM, uh, you know, is and all of that stuff. So uh, anyhow, I'm just going to kind of catch up on the news really quick. uh, And I'm going to um, just continue on with uh, some of this technology speak. Uh, Recently, a um, let's see, ZDNet is reporting that uh, recently a 25 year old Italian man pled guilty last week for defacing NASA websites and 60 other Italian government sites back in 2013. The suspect, identified only by his initials of ZR, was a member of the Master Italian Hackers team that claimed responsibility for the hacks at that time on social media. Uh, Italian police went on to say that they tracked down the suspect after he boasted on social media about being part of the group and participating in the hacks. Uh, And, of course, the young man turned out to be one of the leaders. Uh, the Italian state police went on to say, uh, the investigations, of course, led to a search that ended with the seizure of computer devices whose content allowed the police to acquire important clues to ch- charge the man, of course. Uh, and um, 
and he went the hacker went on to admit that um breaching and later defacing at least eight subdomains belonging to nasa's ames research center but also webs owned by italian television rai the website of italian's penitentiary police and at least 60 other uh, italian government sites uh, so that's interesting, uh, and it's interesting to know that uh, even you know even after five years, um, the authorities uh, came came looking about uh, for this person. And so uh, I don't know. Uh, take that as take that as a lesson, I suppose. Um, be cautious on what you're actually t- dealing with. Uh, also, recently, uh, Paul Allen, uh, one of the iconic. Uh, co-founders of the company that became known as Microsoft uh, passed away last week as well. He was 65, uh, and unfortunately, he died uh, from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, and for the last uh, the last three or four decades, uh, he was best known as a philanthropist and prolific entrepreneur. Uh, he went on to uh, start uh, a, a space space company. Uh, he built the one of the world's largest aircrafts. Uh, he owned the Seattle Seahawks, the Portland Trailblazers, and uh, a couple other teams. Um, and of course, this Paul Allen was one of the. Um, it was like you know, like with every company there or idea, really successful companies or idea that's always started by one or two people or two people rather. <laughs> At least in tech, uh, and you know, he—it it was kind of weird, uh, the the coexistence uh, that um, Paul Allen, S- Steve Jobs, and Bill Gates all had in common, such as uh, Allen. Allen was actually accepted to Reed College in Portland, Oregon, back in '72, uh, but of course, uh, his parents couldn't afford the tuition. And of course, uh, if Allen would have went to Reed College that year, he, he would have ran into Steve Jobs, who went on to Reed College. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, that didn't happen. Uh, Allen went on to Washington State. Uh, and then after a couple of years, uh, he dropped out. Um, and uh, of course, Bill Gates was attending Harvard at the time. And uh, so they just uh, they, they came together and wrote um, some software for the... Uh, old Altair 8800 and uh, they went on to uh, you know much greater success with Windows and all of that stuff and and uh, that that's that's one of the uh, that's one of the interesting uh, things about the the co-founder of uh, Microsoft and uh, you know it was interesting uh, he lived a very uh, very productive and in good life and uh, we, we wish uh, his family well uh, in in Paul Allen's passing, and again, uh, you know, there's there's plenty of uh, Paul Allens and my, uh, Bill Gates now uh, in these days, of course. Uh, it, so switching gears, uh, you know, lately uh, there has been even more thefts, and uh, the 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 most recent theft of. Um, Cryptocurrency, I know I hate saying it, but I have to say it. Um, but it seems that another uh, large-scale theft of over $500 million worth of uh, cryptocurrency has been uh, stolen. Uh, 
through either uh, spear phishing campaigns or uh, traditional social networking. And uh, the the targeted attacks on these cryptocurrency exchanges are are expected to rise. And uh, it now it now it's almost at sixty uh, percent of uh, phishing emails and phishing um, techniques in in the, in the uh, wake of uh, stolen ICO funds and uh, cryptocurrency. So beware of that. Uh, be beware of uh, some of these exchanges. I know it's it's kind of easy, easier said than done, but do uh, do a little bit of diligence and check yourself out on some of the social media platforms on on what what really is what really works and what doesn't and who to trust your money to if that's the uh the avenue that you wish to go down so uh, so yeah uh definitely do some diligence in that regard for um before you start uh down the long road of uh cryptocurrency uh as i said uh today today uh we actually celebrate our 76th podcast show uh, and I'm actually getting ready to uh, t- t- take another uh, leap of faith soon, and I'll share that with you uh, after that leap's taken. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, hopefully it's going to make me smile, and it, and it should make uh, you smile as well. So, uh, so you know, I, I wanted to waste no time because time is such a limited thing this day and age, right? So one of the things that I wanted to uh, continue on, last time on this show, we talked about what an intrusion detection system is. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is I've actually been building one. Uh, and I met with, <laughs> it was, it was kind of comical too, because uh, I think I shared this thought on Twitter. And uh, it was kind of interesting. Last week, I met with my security team and my legal team on the uh on the IDS that I'm continuing to build and test. And uh, so I've been testing it. And uh, I met with, as I said, I met with the legal and security team last week. And they're like, you know, uh, hey, Gummo, what's what's the deal with the IDS? How is it it going? And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't really thinking because I I was coding all morning. And I just looked up uh, rather quickly. I'm like, well, it's pretty badass. And so everybody chuckled and everything. And um, the legal rep uh, actually wrote down on the uh, actual meeting minutes that it was, uh, quote, badass. So uh, it kind of made my week, really. Uh, and it already caught some uh, initial victims. Uh, victims meaning, yeah, you know, I'm smiling, of course. The victims were uh, innocent people on the, uh, the wireless network. And uh, so it was interesting to see the IDS actually coming together and um, discovering uh, issues. So uh, nevertheless, I grabbed uh, I grabbed uh, one of the VPs and I'm like, hey, listen, let's uh, let's ask this guy if he's running such and such. And uh, certainly enough, he was. And uh, it, it was it was you know pretty good to see. You know, I still have a little little bit of salt. I could still put together an IDS these days. Although I am getting old. All right, so let's continue on. Uh, what is cyber threat intelligence? Cyber threat intelligence, of course, is the discipline of cyber threat information and intel on adversaries. Uh, and so where do you get this uh, so-called cyber threat intelligence? Where does it come from? Uh, you know, does it come from Twitter, a chat room, a forum, IRC, uh, you know, a blind post on the dark net or what? 
Uh, well, it comes from all of that. Uh, it comes from your own intelligence sources, right? So once you are able to identify and gather your own intelligence sources and use them responsibly, I think that that will lend you uh, in a good spot as far as not only not only being able to solve complex issues that are discovered by your friends online, but also to be able to warn and protect adversary or uh, warn and protect friends and people that you truly and strongly believe that should be warned in with such issues arising. Does that make sense? Uh, some of the top uh, cyber intel feeds, of course, out there are Alien Vault, Cybalance, EmergingThreats.net, FireEye, Spy Tales. Uh, and one of the oldest uh, in, uh, cyber intel uh, feeds that um, I, I've stuck with for years, and I know you may laugh once you see it, but it's called the Internet Radar. It's by uh, Security Wizard Wizardry. <laughs> just saying so I'm not sure if I discussed uh, the seven layers of the OSI model on last uh, I keep saying one I keep wanting, wanting to say last week's show but it's not it's the last show and that was three weeks ago <laughs> Hey, I've been busy. Don't bust my balls. Uh, anyhow, so let's go. Let's let's run through quickly, shall we? The seven layers of the OSI model. Do you know what the OSI model is? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I swear I'm not going to say it. Crash is looking at me and he's, he's just almost in, in tears laughing because he wants me to say Google it. Uh, one of one of the layers of the um, OSI model is R symbols, and a symbol may be described as either a pulse in digital baseband transmission or a tone in a passband transmission in modems. A symbol, of course, is a waveform, or a state, or a uh, or a significant condition of the communication channel that persists for a specific period of time. The second layer is a datagram. A datagram is a basic transfer unit associated with packet switch network. A typical datagram is usually... <laughs> All right. Datagrams provide a connectionless communication service on a packet switch network. Uh, such a... Mm, an example of a datagram, of course, would be, mm, let, let's think of the internet, perhaps. <laughs> Just saying. Number three, packet segmentation. Packet segmentation happens on layer four of the OSI model, AKA the transport layer. Basically, packet segmentation is the process of dividing a data packet into smaller units. This technique is useful in packet capturing tools like, you guessed it, Wireshark and Snort. Uh, so you know, it's uh, there's many examples of a packet uh, of packet segmentation, and uh, you know, like think uh, think YouTube, Hulu, Netflix, 
shit like that. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, the data link. That, that would be layer two. I know I'm all over the place, but that's how I am, right? Uh, layer two of the OSI model is the data link. Uh, the data link layer provides node-to-node -node data transfer between two directly connected nodes. It detects and corrects errors that may occur in the physical layer. Uh, so let's see, uh, logical link control uh, is, uh, is basically responsible for identifying and encapsulating network layer protocols and controls. Think of your MAC address or your NIC card. Layer one of the OSI model, the physical layer. You know what the physical layer is? Think about that. Layer three of the OSI model is the network layer. The network layer provides the functional and procedural means to be connected on which every node has an address. Layer four is the transport layer and the transport layer provides the functional and procedural means of transferring variable length data sequences from a source to a destination host while maintaining the quality of service functions. Uh, think Skype. Layer five is the session layer. The session layer controls the dialogues between computers. It establishes, manages, and terminates the connection between the local and remote application. Layer six is the presentation layer. And of course, the presentation layer provides independence from data by transferring between applications. Mm. The presentation layer negotiates the transfer syntax layer. And it also works in, in conjunction with the application layer. And of course, last but not least, layer seven. I probably repeated a layer or so, so I, I, my, my apologies uh, in that. But the application layer is the OSI layer closest to the end user. And basically uh, a good example would be um, if you are on a website and you are able to click an email link or you get a pop-up window That's what that is. A lot of these, in uh, a lot of uh, services such as uh, SAAS, Software as a Service, resides on the OSI model. What is a SaaS, Software as a Service? Well, think Google, Yahoo, Facebook. I hate to say Facebook. Did I just say Facebook? And, uh, you know, when, and so uh, going down the long winded road of information technology and understanding technology and how its functions and all of that stuff uh, are to uh, be uh, addressed, you should also be aware that uh, there's, there's more segments and segmentations. Uh, and of course, um, continuing in, in that regard, you have the open source Intel. 
segment of uh, IT Sec. And, um, you know, it it's all about actionable intelligence, right? It's, it, it is what it is. You know, it's open source intelligence. Uh, you can, uh, and open source intelligence is just, is just that, you know, it's, uh, you can Google, uh, you can run Google dork, Shodan, Shodan.io, of course, uh, Recon NG, Maltigo, etc., Sparta, all of those tools that come with, um, information security, uh, testing, uh, operating systems like Parrot and Kali. And you know, with some of these, with some of these uh, systems, it's it's also while you uh, are checking all of this stuff out, it's also good to uh, brush up on. If you if you are a programmer, great. If you are learning how to program, uh, I can suggest uh, Python. Python is a great programming language. Uh, I, I've been brushing up on it recently as well. Uh, and with Python, the the syntax, um, it's it's kind of forgiving. If you're not using a capital, <laughs> watch those caps. Uh, and so, in in uh, it depends on how far uh, you you want to go into um, information security. And the reason I'm bringing all of this stuff up is because I I get tons of emails. It's like, hey, Gummo, you know, cool, you know, but uh, let's hear some tech. That's what we're talking about. Uh, and if I didn't have it mentioned it before, you should really use an operating system called Tails. Tails OS. I've been sharing that lately with a few people. Quick quiz. What is a TTP? Tactics, techniques, and procedures. Just saying. <laughs> Anyhow, check out Tails OS. It's a really good operating system. Uh, let's let's uh, talk about uh, other things such as uh, industrial control systems and how how to defend them. What is an industrial control system? What the hell is an industrial? What are industrial control systems? What do they do? What are they all about? Do you know? <laughs> With a lot of uh, industrial control systems, you probably will run into uh, ICS systems that are isolated uh, with indicator IOC uh, devices, uh, also known as indicators of compromise. Uh, and so, uh, you know, you can study that, study what an indicator of compromise is. All of that but what I really want to talk about are ICS components so what is an ICS an ICS is basically uh, what what I said it's it's a um, industrial control system and like there there's components to, to an, an industrial control system and now you can search for all of the definitions because I'm only flying 5,000 feet above the air here because what? We only have l less than, what, a half hour? I don't know. 
Uh, so let's let's run through quickly what the components of an ICS environment consist of, yeah? Number one, the first component of an ICS environment would be operational technology. Number two would be programmable logic controllers, PLCs. Number three, master terminal units, MTUs. Number four, remote terminal units, RTUs. Number five, human machine interfaces, HMIs. A control server, a data historian, and intelligent electronic devices. <laughs> IEDs. I know I said it. I just had to say it. And how do these things communicate? So how does... PLL controllers communicate? How do master terminal units communicate? How do remote terminal units communicate? Well, they all have a communication protocol that all exist on what? The seven layers of the OSI model. <laughs> and some of those communication techniques are known as Modbus, Common Industrial Protocol, Process Field Bus, and EtherCAP. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it. Distributed network protocol and building and automated control networks. You can defend your ICS systems in a number of ways. And it, at this point, you're probably doing one of these 12 things in your day-to-day -day routines. But I'm going to list the, the 12 things that defend, or they don't necessarily defend them by themselves, but they are tools and ideas and information that you use to defend an ICS-based system. Number one would be defense in depth. Number two is network segmentation. Number three is application whitelisting. Number four is patch management. Number five is physical and logical access controls. Number six are intrusion detection systems. Number seven, system hardening. Number eight, antivirus. Number nine, endpoint protection. Number 10, configuration management. Number 11, audits and assessments. Number 12, secure remote access. And so those are some of the some of the 12 standard ideas and tool sets that you can use to defend an ICS-based system or network or even you know a network, right? And it's it's um, it's ideal to have those those 12 particulars memorized and you should also memorize the OSI model. Did I mention you should download Tails OS and create a bootable USB? You should. <sighs> so there. Now I've given you a primer on where to begin. <laughs> and it just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't begin and end with what I just laid out. It all begins with what you learn and apply. Uh, coming up October the 30th, we have Swiss Cyber Storm in Switzerland. 
I don't know where their website is. I really have no idea. I know there's a lot, you know, so I was looking at the uh, events page and I'm wondering why uh, some of the events listed are not events list, list or events that I've discovered organically on the, uh, you know, on online, on, on, on the internet, on, on that. And so I, I was just curious, but uh, you know, it's, it's a, <laughs> We do good just to get the web updated with a show. So if you have any suggestions or anything like that, you know, like an event that you want to add, feel free to, you can feel free to try and reach out to me on Twitter. I think there's a link somewhere. I think it's on the events page or the show page. Go to hackers.xxx to uh, make sure. If you want to submit submit a hacker event or conference, uh, in November there's a few coming up. I might as well get them out of the way, right? Uh, there's Norsec in uh, November the twentieth through the thirtieth in Oslo, Norway. Uh, November twenty eighth through the thirtieth in uh, Goa, India. There is Avar twenty eighteen. And November 29th uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, there is the Data Connections Phoenix Tech Security. Well, that's all it says. Uh, besides watching, <laughs> you know, besides watching uh, weird videos on YouTube about uh, what what is that? The uh, the Food Ranger. I've been checking him out. <laughs> Food Ranger on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, interesting. Uh, some of the food this guy eats makes me just down, just jealous. Uh, what else? That's I thought the other thing that's really uh been been uh cra crash has told me that uh, we, we're he's tired of listening to all of the new wave, new retro wave closing songs. So he's he's gonna he's gonna close it out tonight. Uh, and I think I'm going to close it out too. I've got uh, some previous engagements and uh, some things to do. And I just wanted to swing in really quick and jump on the mic. Drop a little knowledge and then just drop out. <laughs> uh, if you do have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, complaints, whatever. If you just want to make me feel good or bad. Hopefully you don't want to make me feel bad. Why would you want to do that? That's kind of mean. Hopefully, hopefully I like, you know, hopefully you're in a good mood. But if if not try to be right so uh if you feel like it let's say that uh reach out to me uh you can find a link somewhere on the uh website and there's also a contact email thing uh you can use and uh you know i i never check my email just be warned so expect very very extremely let just expect extremely long varied delays in me ever checking my email but you can try and i appreciate the effort and um yeah so uh yeah so i just want to drop a little bit of uh that on you uh got some changes coming up and um crash wants to crash as uh crash wants to try out some new ideas for the show and so i'm not sure if he's doing that uh on this show or if he's doing that on another show i don't know but he wants to try out some new sounds some new ideas so if things uh sound a little bit different or weird don't don't uh freak we're just trying some new things out, and um, that's 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 what it's all about. Hacking, right? We keep hacking away at this, and uh, at least I do, or at least I am, or I, whatever. 
anyhow, it's 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 uh, good to be back here uh, at uh, HQ, dropping in, uh, dropping some uh, some techno babble on you, uh, and uh, as I said, we got some good news coming up uh, here in the not so distant future, and um, you know I'll share that with you, uh, the listener, uh, the listeners, the listener, uh, soon. I promise. Uh, so, uh, you know, we have Halloween coming up, uh, be sure to, uh, we have Halloween in the United States. A lot of people celebrate it like it's a, a, a legitimate certified holiday, but it's just, it is what it is. Uh, hopefully everything in your world's fine. Uh, everything in our world is fine. Uh, and as I said, it's getting a little bit more chillier and, uh, and you know, whatever, just uh, keep tuning in. Uh, well, you don't have to keep tuning in, but I'd like you to tune in. Uh, as usual, no ads, no no requests for donations, monies. There's no fun drives. There's none of that. It's just straight info that we're going to drop on you, and we have been dropping on you, and we hope that you enjoy it. And again, thank you for tuning into the show. My name is Gummo. Maybe I didn't talk that long this evening. I don't know, but uh, it's just, I don't know. That's all I had to say. I wanted to say hi to all of my friends. I wanted to say hi to uh, Jackie and Jada. I wanted to say hi to Dave. Uh, I wanted to say hi to John. I wanted to say hi to Manny. Uh, I wanted to say, um, I wanted to say hey to Dave, Dave C., Dave, Dave May. I uh, wanted to say hi to all of my friends. This is Stephanie down in Florida. Congratulations on your baby. Craig, Linda, congratulations. Uh, you, you've got another grandkid. <laughs> and uh, to uh, Aunt Dave, Uncle June, or no, Aunt June and Uncle Dave out in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I remember you. And uh, hopefully you're still checking out the show. I hope you guys are doing well. I asked uh, I asked about you last week, and uh, I hope you guys are all doing well. And Rufus the Cat is doing well also. Uh, I think that's really all I, and if I missed your name, I, God, there's so many people, uh, hi, hi to everybody, uh, hi to Tara in New York, hi to Vanessa in Georgia, hi to Ellie down in Denver, hi to, hi to Jerry out in LA, hi to everybody. I just, there's too many names to remember too many. And, and it's just, I don't, I don't want to bore other people with names but thank you uh thank you everyone for uh continuing to support me and the show and uh give me ideas and uh to provide happiness and peace and love and all of that uh and yeah uh you can you can definitely guarantee that uh, this is a podcast that doesn't contain anything uh, remotely associated with politics uh and and, to, and with that said i'm going to close it out with that uh crash is going to close it out with a song that he wants to do and then um you know i know i know you're going to shake your head but i'm going to try to be back in two weeks to uh do show number 77 if not don't uh you know don't get mad well we're here we're doing our thing and that's what i want you to do i want you to smile and do your thing and use your skills for what you got it. Use your skills for something good, not bad. Because making other people smile is what life is all about. Share your knowledge. Share the share everything. And uh, don't forget to hack the planet. And until show number 77, I love you and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>